Hello again and welcome back to Daily Devotions with North Clay Baptist Church. My name is Pastor Drew and today we will be going through the epistle of 3rd John. And this is actually the last book of the Bible that I will be walking through with you as we move towards the end of our one year Bible reading plan. I have certainly enjoyed being here with you throughout this past year and I hope that you have been encouraged and edified by these daily devotionals. Now, John's third letter is not so much concerned with the Christological heresy known as docetism, despite its emphasis in his previous two letters. Rather, John's primary emphasis in this letter is on showing hospitality to traveling missionaries and brothers in the faith. Again, being such a short letter, I'm just going to read it for us in its entirety. Starting in verse 1, The elder to the beloved Gaius, whom I love in truth, Beloved, I pray that it may go well with you and that you may be in good health, as it goes well with your soul. For I rejoiced greatly when the brothers came and testified to your truth, as indeed you are walking in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Beloved, it is a faithful thing you do in all your efforts for these brothers, strangers as they are, who testified to your love before the church. You will do well to send them on their journey in a manner worthy of God. For they have gone out for the sake of the name, accepting nothing from the Gentiles. Therefore, we ought to support people like these, that we may be fellow workers for the truth. I have written something to the church, but Diotrephes, who likes to put himself first, does not acknowledge our authority. So if I come, I will bring up what he is doing, talking wicked nonsense against us. And not content with that, he refuses to welcome the brothers and also stops those who want to and puts them out of the church. Beloved, do not imitate evil, but imitate good. Whoever does good is from God. Whoever does evil has not seen God. Demetrius has sent or has received a good testimony from everyone and from the truth itself. We also add our testimony, and you know that our testimony is true. I have much to write to you, but I would rather not write with pen and ink. I hope to see you soon, and we will talk face to face. Peace be to you. The friends greet you. Greet the friends, each by name. Unlike the last two letters, which John addresses to the church in general, uh, John addresses this letter to an individual whose name was Gaius, who likely was a leader in in a local church. And John begins by expressing his joy at the testimony of his brother about the faith of Gaius. He says in verse 4, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Now, John here hits on a very important point for pastors or parents or really leaders in any capacity. Because of the, of the world's influence, we are often prone to grade ourselves by worldly metrics. Uh, how many baptisms did we have this year? How many people, uh, how many new members have joined our church? How many people were here this past Sunday? How many views or likes or clicks did we get on our social media accounts? And on and on it goes. But here, John is not concerned with any of that. Uh, Rather, his primary concern and his greatest joy is that his children are walking in the truth. So as we parent our children, as we lead Bible studies, as we make disciples and lead our churches, our primary goal should be to see those we lead walk in the truth. And may God bless us to that end. Then in verses 5 through 7, John commends Gaius for his love and hospitality for those who are visiting his church. In John's two other letters, we saw him exhort his readers to welcome those who are of the faith and reject those who do not 
hold to the teachings of Christ. And here we see Gaius living that out. John then contrasts Gaius' actions with the actions of one named Diotrephes, who likes to put himself first and does not acknowledge their authority. So, rather than embrace those who were ministers and missionaries, uh, we read that Diotrephes does not acknowledge them and considers himself more highly than others. Now, this stands contrary to the teachings of John as well as the Apostle Paul. If you recall, in uh, Philippians 2.3, Paul tells the church at Philippi, uh, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Uh, not only that, John goes on to say that Diotrephes speaks wicked nonsense and refuses to welcome the brothers, and also stops those who want to and puts them out of the church. So, John rightly identifies Diotrephes as one who does not hold to the teachings of the apostles, and he urges Gaius to avoid acting in like manner. And he says in verse 11, Beloved, do not imitate evil, but imitate good. Whoever does good is from God. Whoever does evil has not seen God. Here, John is repeating that familiar idea that those who are truly of God will walk in accordance with his commands. And he exhorts Gaius to hold fast to that which is good and avoid that which is evil. Now, the Apostle Paul tells us in Galatians 6, For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption, but the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, especially to those who are of the household of faith. In 3 John, we see an example of Gaius. As he lives out the teachings of both John and Paul, and he holds fast to the truth and generously cares for fellow members of Christ's body. So I hope that you've enjoyed our walk through 3 John. I know that I sure have. And though I won't be with you again this year, I do look forward to seeing you again soon, and I hope that you'll enjoy the remainder of our one-year Bible reading plan.